Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. In just a few minutes, I'd like to talk to you about choosing to be a disciple. Choosing to be a disciple. When this month's series is following Jesus, Brother Everett taught on Propelled into Purpose, Brother Rayleigh. Uh, talk last Sunday about not stopped by rejection and today I'll talk to you about choosing aren't you thankful to be a disciple of Christ amen pastor what an honor amen brother Kenny that God he said many are called but few are aren't you thankful to be one of the chosen amen Luke 6 and 13 and 16 reads like this he said and when it was day he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and, and Simon called Zealots, and Judas the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, that he said, which also was the traitor. Join me in prayer. Precious and our Savior and the church said amen in Jesus name you can be seated amen I wrote down here choosing to be a disciple brother David and I wrote down here it's our choice brother Donnie amen God didn't force us God don't twist our arms brother Danny it's our choice amen he presents himself sister Donna presents an opportunity for me and you to say yes Lord, I want to follow you, or Brother Rich, we can say, no, I don't think so at this time. I'm just a little too busy doing whatever I want to do, Sister Sherry. But I'm thankful that that day that the Lord spoke to my heart, amen, and Sister Smith and, and encouraged me to come back home, amen, like the prodigal son. And, and as the Bible said, Brother Brian said, when he came to himself, amen, I'm thankful Brother Junior, that I had a day that I came back to myself. Amen. I don't take this lightly, Sister Cricket, to be a follower of Jesus. Amen. Can I tell you, the world would tell you, Brother Orlando, there's so much stuff to do and there's so many pleasures to do and there are a lot in the world. But somebody wrote one time, Brother Jerry, life's just like a vapor. It's just here for a little while, Brother Smith, and it's all going to be over with. Amen. But all that's really going to matter, Sister Mary, is all that we've done for Jesus. Amen. I thought about how that the Lord was around people for three and a half years. 
Sister Joan and people just touched him and he healed people, opened the blinded eye, fed the multitude. But can I tell you, Brother Rayleigh, there was just 12 of them that the Lord just continually to empty himself into. And, you know, as a disciple, when we're discipled and we're in, welcome in Sister Townsend to the family of God, the Lord wants us to go out and make disciples ourselves. Amen. And can I tell you, sometimes that can be quite intimidating, Sister Jen, to, um, I don't know about y'all, but you know witnessing is a hard thing amen because the devil would tell you nobody nobody wants to hear that but can i tell you that's a lie from the lake of fire amen because can i tell you people's looking around and they're seeing things and sister chelsea they know things are in trouble amen and can i tell you we serve the one that can make everything sister lana all right amen can i tell you he's the one that can take the crooked paths and make them straight sister amy i'm thankful to be a disciple of christ amen i'll just tell you this quick little story there was a, you may not know anything about this gentleman. His name's Jack Harbaugh. He coached at Western Kentucky, was an assistant coach in college football for over 40 years. He has two sons. One's name is Jim, who, who, who did coach the 49ers and now coaches Michigan Wolverines. Also, his other son coaches the NFL Baltimore Ravens. When the boys was growing up and doing stuff around the house or training, he always had a say. And he, uh, I read a little bit that uh, Jim Harbaugh had wrote, and he said, Pastor, he said, whatever we did, said, Dad, always made it a challenge. Amen. It was always something to do. He said, when my father was at, I think it was at Western Kentucky, he said the dealership there would give us a car. And he said one, but there was only one car in the, in the family that we had. And he, he said, you know, we went out one morning, Brother Junior, to get in the car to go to school and said Mama had already taken the car and left and went to buy groceries and said Dad just looked at us. And he said, boys, he said, who's got it better than us? And they're thinking, Dad, there's no car here. What do you mean who's got it better than us? And he said they were they, they was raised, Brother Chris, to say that nobody, See, they didn't complain that they didn't have a car, Sister Debbie. They just said, you know, nobody has got it better than us. So can I tell you this morning, it don't matter. Sister Mary, what the devil tells me and you, we need to tell the devil nobody's got it better than we've got it. Amen. We need to tell when we're feeling down in the dumps, and we need to just tell old self, say, self, who's got it better than you? Can I tell you, nobody. Because just think about this for just a few minutes, and I'm going to move on, Brother Wayne. But think about how many people that you know that don't know this wonderful truth that you and I know. That don't know this oneness, this oneness, Jesus name baptism, amen. That ain't taught, ain't taught Sister Boyd about God's healing power, God's delivering power, God's setting you free power. Amen. Uh, 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 it teaches you to get into the word and, and study to show yourself approved. Amen. That encourages Brother Kenny. I don't know, but who's got it better than Jesus' name? People that knows the truth. Can I tell you, Brother Orlando, we're just passing through here for just a little while. Can I tell you the best part ain't even here yet, Brother Junior? Think about that. We serve a God. We come to a place of worship where you're encouraged to stick your hands up in the air, to open your voice with triumph and say, Sister Susan, whatever you want to say to the Lord, just worship him in spirit and in truth. 
Brother Junior, can I tell you, nobody, nobody's got it better than us. Just think about the people that you might run into in an everyday occurrence that don't even know, don't even want to care, Brother David, don't want to know about Jesus. But God's revealed his wonderful truth to you and I. Pastor, that's something we just should not take for granted. Amen. Can I tell you, we ought to be so excited. Because we're just here for a little while, Brother Chris. And the best, I, I, and I'm going to get to it here in just a few minutes about the benefit package. I don't know how many folks have, Sister Cricket ever went looking for a job, but, you know, when I left Winn-Dixie to go to work for the county, the main reason, Sister Susan, was because we was going to have to not work nights, and we was going to have the weekends off. Can I tell you that we was going to be able to make sure, because when I was working at Winn-Dixie, I always had to work on Sundays. So they was taking care of that. Sister Mary, I didn't have to do that no more. But I wanted to know what the benefit package was or what about. I wanted to know when I had to come to work. I wanted to know when I left. I, I, could I just take Saturdays off and Sunday and nobody would call me because somebody called in sick? Can I tell you, Sister Jennifer, it had been for 20 years that I either worked either Saturday or I worked Sunday. Amen. Brother Junior, you know what I'm talking about. But Brother Mike, can I tell you, when we come to serve God, I was just happy that God said he went away to prepare a place for me. Amen. I was so excited. But when I started finding out, Sister Townsend, about the benefits, the benefits about being a disciple of Christ, man, Sister Chelsea, it's just hard. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but, but, you know, by the grace of God, we have an asphalt driveway. It runs about 450 feet from the house. But but. The Bible says, Brother Smith, that I'm going to a place outside that's going to be like clear gold. Amen. Outside my mansion is going to be a gate made out of a single pearl. Sister Jeb, I don't know about you, but that excites me. Amen. Aren't you thankful that you're going to be in the presence of God to worship him throughout eternity? Because can I tell you, Sister Shannon, the other option ain't such a great option. Amen. Aren't we ought to be excited? Oh, I think sometimes the devil just makes us not believe into it. But, Pastor, I'm telling you, we ought to remind. Somebody said one time, I encourage myself. So, Dasha, we need to encourage ourselves or we need to think ourselves happy because God chose us to be a disciple. Amen. Brother Jerry, I'm telling you, we got something to be excited about. I thought about how in Psalms 103, 1 through 4, it said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And think about this, forget not all his benefits. Sister Jenny went on to say, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy disease. Think about that, Brother Donnie. He said, Not only how will I forgive you of your sins, he said, I'll heal all your diseases. Aren't you thankful for a God that's the same yesterday, today, and forever? Aren't you thankful for a God that's the same in Genesis and all the way to Revelation? Aren't you thankful if he said it back then when they wrote the book of Psalms? Can I tell you, it's still the same, Sister Terry, today. Amen. Can I tell you, he's still in the sin-forgiving business, Brother Hal, and he's still in the healing business. Amen. Can I tell you, every church that opened this morning, Brother Ruddy ain't preaching this doctrine that we're preaching this morning. 
Amen. Aren't you thankful? Psalm 68, 19 said, Blessed be the Lord who daily, church say daily. daily. Now, in chiefly, that means every day. Amen. So what benefits I had yesterday, it don't come into play today. Come on now. Whatever I need today, Sister Kathy, God's going to take care of that today. But in the morning, those daily loaded us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Psalms 116 and 12 said, and here's the question for the day. What shall I render unto the Lord? Church say for all. Hush your mouth. Sister Townsend, thinking about it, it says, for all his benefits toward me. Sister Joy, can I tell you, we ought to stick our hands up in the air. I would encourage you to stand on your feet, raise your hands, and thank the Lord. Because he said, what shall I render? What can you give to God for all his benefits toward me? Think about that, Brother Kenny. What a God. What a God. Oh, and he, oh, we got something to stick our hands up in the air and say, thank you, Jesus. Because, Brother Kevin, everybody don't have this revelation. Oh, my God. What shall I render, Brother Ben, unto to the Lord for all? Brother Junior, he didn't say when you get to heaven, that's when you do it. He didn't say, Wayne, once you work 40 years at the county, there's a nice retirement waiting on you, Sister Sherry. Come on now, I just read to you. He said, who daily loadeth us with benefits. Sister Cricket, we should be so excited about choosing to be a disciple. That somebody poured into us, Brother Orlando, so you and I could go, Brother Rich, and pour into somebody else. Brother Jeremy, we ought to just, when you think about the devil's just telling you how bad you got it, I want to just say it one more time. You ought to tell him who's got it better than me. Who's got it? I'm telling you, church, I mean, I don't know a lot of people, but I know a lot of people that's got a lot more money in the bank than little Wayne and Sharon's got, but they ain't got it better than me, Pastor, because can I tell you, they don't have a promise that he said, this same Jesus that you see going away is coming back again, and he's going to take you back. He said in the book of John, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Sister Townsend, can I tell you, it's worth being a disciple for Jesus. I'm moving on. Thought about how in Luke 5, 1 through 10, it said it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret and, said to, and saw two ships sta standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. Sister Donna, they had done all the fishing that they was going to do. Professional fishermen. Sister Boyd, if anybody knew where the fishes was, it should have been these fishermen. That's what they done every day. That's what they done for a living. Sister Terry said, they said, you know what? We've had a bad night. We're going to wash our nets. We're going to let them dry out, and we're going to go to the house and take it easy. But Brother Smith, the story don't end there. Amen? 
Verse 3 said, And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little. Can I just ask you, could I just encourage me and you to just thrust out a little further? Can I encourage you to just pray just a little longer? Can I encourage you to read your Bible just a little bit more? Can I encourage you just to witness a little bit more? Sister Susan, can I encourage you just to give a little bit more, whether it's of yourself or whether it's your finances or whether it's both? Just thrust out a little bit further. Don't you want to go up higher? I'm telling you, I know we've been hearing a lot about this, but Brother Hal, I'm ready to see the blinded eyes open. I'm ready to see people to get up out of the, the wheelchairs and throw down the crutches. I'm so ready, amen, I, I'm so ready to see God. You know, last Sunday night I talked about in Chiefland about in, in Acts where Ananias and Sapphire brought their money to Peter. And Peter said, why is it, have y'all have conceived this thing together to keep some of the money back, Sister Chelsea? Can I tell you when God lets that power fall again in our day? Amen. Can I tell you, church, I believe he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I tell you, Brother Ben, what he's done in the New Testament, I believe God's going to do it again. Amen. As pastor would say, if we'll just open up our availability, Brother Rich, and say, God, I'm here to be used. I want to be a disciple. Oh, Brother David, he said, and now when he had left speaking, and he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. Brother Junior, can I just tell you that Peter and Andrew were professional fishermen? Can you think about how much faith, Brother Everett, that must have took? The, we just read said they were just hanging up their nets. They had washed them out. They had fished all night. If anybody knew, come on now, church. Have you ever looked at your situation, Brother Jack, and just thought God can't handle this? Amen, but can I tell you, if we'll walk, if we'll just push out a little further and believe that whereas nothing is impossible to those that believe, nothing. Brother Donnie, can I tell you, we serve a nothing is impossible kind of God. Oh, I'm so thankful. Sister Brittany, I'm so thankful to be a disciple of Jesus. Amen, I'm so excited. Verse 5 said, And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have told all the night, have taken nothing. But I love this word. He said, Nevertheless. Sister Cricket, sometimes when, face, when you face life head on, you got to say sometimes, nevertheless. Amen. You go into certain people's office and they say, This is the way it is. This is the way it's going to happen. Sister Chelsea, can I tell you, sometimes you've got to stand flat-footed and look the devil eyeball to eyeball and say, nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break, and they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And as they came and filled both the ships so that they began to seek, and verse 8 said, when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down in Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Can I tell you, verse 9 said, for he was astonished. When's the last time you've been astonished at what God has done in mine and your life? 
When's the last time, Brother Rich, we just slowed down long enough to just say, God, I just want to thank you for astonishing me. Amen. Can I tell you, just think about it. Where would you be been if God hadn't gave you breath to get up this morning? Sister Ashley, can I tell you, we got something to thank the Lord about as soon as we open our eyes and as soon as we close our eyes. Amen. Because can I tell you, his mercies. Come on now. For his mercy and his long-suffering and his greatness and his goodness. Can I tell you, I'm so thankful that there was tragedies in my life, Sister Joy, that when God got through, I was astonished that the God of heaven and the God that was in the pictures, the pages that I read, come to life, Brother Smith, in my life. Can I tell you, Brother David, it's one thing to tell somebody else's testimony, but Sister Mary, can I tell you, it's something different when you get to tell your testimony of what God has done for you. Amen. Can I tell you, God's instilled in astonishing business. Amen. Verse 10 said, and, and so was also James and John, the son of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thy shall catch men. I remember one day as a young boy, we used to, my dad belonged to a hunting club down in, in Gulf Hammock, and they had bar pits down there. Now, I remember, Brother David, we went down there one time, and somebody told Daddy there was some fish in the old pond. And not at this particular place. I remember going to what they call Cow Creek. And as a boy, we, Daddy would catch the fish. Mama would clean the fish, wash them in the river or the creek, open a can of Van Camp pork and beans and some bread. We didn't realize we was living high on the hog there, Brother Wayne. We was having lunch, a picnic basket by the creek. Amen. And, I, and, and you just, Brother Kenny, we didn't realize we was living high on the hog. We was just surviving. Amen. But can I tell you, I remember one day we went. Brother Mike, we went to this bar pit, and honest to goodness, Brother Kevin, as soon as your worm hit the water, it was gone, and we was loading fish up in a five-gallon bucket. Can I tell you, Brother Jerry, I have never caught fish like that since. But I remember as soon as, man, we just rolled in, the, we run out of worms. Sister Chelsea, we had to go back home, get some worms, and come back, and they were still a-biting. So my point in saying all that is to say this, Sister Kathy. When, when, he, when the Lord told them that they was no longer going to be catching fish, they was going to be catchers of men, can I tell you, we just got to use the right bait? Come on now. We, if you want to catch be fishers of men, Brother Junior, you got to use the right bait. And bro, I'm not talking about a trickery, Sister Sherry. I'm talking about our countenance ought to change. Our attitude ought to change. Our outlook on life ought to change, can I tell you? Amen, because if we face them with the same attitude, amen, if they hearing us, Sister Smith, complaining and groaning and carrying on, they're not going to, I mean, I mean let's, let's, let's just be honest, amen. Who, Brother Jack, who wants to be around anybody that complains all the time? That's what the man said, nobody. Uh-huh. Amen? Brother Smith, don't you know when they start that complaining, let me tell you about my ailment, I just like to slip on down the road. Now, look, if you want to let's stand together and agree together and hold in hands and pray in, in Jesus' name, I'm ready for some of that. Amen? But, Brother Kevin, we can't let those words come out of our mouth because we serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen? The God that can do anything. Anything, Brother Junior, nothing is impossible to those that believe. 
The Lord said in Matthew 10, 34 and 39, said, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. He said, I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He said, A man's foe shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. And he that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Can I tell you, the Lord won't be second fiddle, Brother Everett, to nothing and nobody. Can I tell you, if your family decides that they don't want to hang around with you, and if your friends decide, Sister David, they don't want to hang around with you, or your co-workers don't want to hang around you, as long as Jesus wants to hang around you, Brother Allen, that's all that should really matter. Amen? Can I tell you, because all that's going to matter at the end, Brother Jack, is what we've done for Jesus. Because can I tell you, there's going to be places, Brother Chris, and mine in your life that our friends and our families, our co-workers can only take us just so far. But the God that we serve, nothing is impossible to those that believe. Can I tell you that that disciples are willing to leave everything behind, whether piles of fish or piles of money from family businesses or whatever, to be close to Jesus. So, David, whatever it takes, I forget who said this the other day, but whatever it takes, maybe it was Brother Chris last Sunday, I want to hear, well done. More than anything, Brother Donnie, I want to hear, well done. I'm thankful that the Lord said, Wayne, this is your choice. He didn't force me and make me do anything. Brother Kevin, it's such a wonder, it's such a, an awesome honor that God created us with an opportunity to make a choice and make a decision, Sister Chelsea. Because can I tell you, nobody has got it better than we've got it. Matthew 7, 21 and 23 said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. He said, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name have cast out devils, in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Lord, I don't want to hear him to say that, Sister Jen. I don't want to hear him say, ain't it amazing how that, that, that everybody that comes to church may not be a true disciple? Can I tell you, I know where, where I come from, um, Brother Ben, during election years, people will just show up at church and they want to shake hands and get noticed and try to get a vote. Amen? Can I tell you, I'm not interested in that. I want to come to church, Brother Brian, because I love the Lord. I want to tell somebody about the greatness of God, Brother Mike. I want to tell somebody, Sister Townsend, about what I've experienced through serving God. I don't want to hear him say, depart from, I don't want him to say, you know, you come to church, you was in the building, but you weren't a disciple. You was just there making a show, but, but, but see, here's the one thing, and I think Pastor said this the other day, you, we need to understand, Brother, how God knows what's on our heart. We can come to church or we can go to town, Brother Junior, and do whatever we need to do to make it appear. 
But God knows what our trees bear. Amen. God knows. I thought about how that, that, that God said his word wouldn't return to him void, Brother Everett, but it would accomplish what he pleases. I thought about how in 1 Samuel 3 and 19, this is what it said. He said, and Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did let none of his words fall to the ground. Brother Kenny, what a powerful word that is. That God said his word would not go out void, but it would return to him, Sister Amy, and accomplish what he pleases. In the day of Samuel, he said he didn't let none of his words fall to the ground. Brother Donnie, have you ever witnessed to somebody or told somebody about the Lord and you left and the devil told you, said, see, that didn't affect nobody. That didn't matter. But Sister Chelsea, can I tell you, God's still in the saving business. Amen. It don't matter if somebody looks at somebody says, Don, and said, that person can't be saved. Can I tell you, Brother Danny, they don't have a vote in the matter. Amen. Aren't you thankful for a God that's still in the saving business? Amen. Can I tell you, if God could save Wayne Williams, God can save anybody. A friend of mine was telling me about a story the other day, and he said, he said, Pastor, he said, man, I was really sticking up for you. He said, Brother so-and-so was talking some bad stuff about you. And he said, man, I was quick to straighten him out. He said, the pastor told him, he said, man, he said, don't do that no more. He said, for that man knew me like I knew me, he'd really have something to talk about. Brother Kenny, when I look back in the mirror and see where God's brought little Wayne from, come on now, church. I got some reason, his daily benefits, I got something to stick my hands up in the air and thank him for. Amen. Can I tell you, Brother How I could have been disobedient. I read about people in the, in the Bible that was disobedient. Somebody told Paul, he said, I'll hear you. Come on now. At a more convenient. Somebody else had told him, said, almost, Paul, almost you persuadest thou for me to be a Christian. Brother Danny, I wonder how many people is going to miss it because of almost. Choosing to be a disciple. When the guy that I work with at Winn-Dixie come to Winn-Dixie to, to run the store, Brother Kevin, um, he told me one time, this guy's never been a church guy, never was interested in serving God, never wanted to talk about God. He said, but his boss has told him, said, soon as you get to town, pick you the biggest church in that town and start going to it. So his boss man didn't care anything about that man's soul or his salvation. He was just wanting him to go there so he could bring customers to his grocery store. Think about that. Use, use it, Brother Smith, as an opportunity to do a business work. Salvation inside those four walls. Brother Jack, his boss told him, go in there and make business connections. John, can I tell you, I, I want to come to church because I got a love for God and for love for my brother and my sisters. And can I tell you this, if nobody else comes, Sister Boyd, Wayne's got enough to thank God for all by him and self. Aren't you thankful? Peter said in Mark 10 and 28 and 30, then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Has the devil ever told you that? 
Look what all you gave up. Look at all that you gave up to become a servant. Look where you're at today. I don't know why Peter was, maybe he was having a bad day, Pastor. I just ain't sure. But can I tell you, when I look back down Sister Shannon, my road, he's telling a lie in my ear if he's speaking to me about that. Amen. I, I know, Sister Sherry, everybody don't believe it, but can I tell you, God's still in the blessing business. God still makes impossible possible. God still takes the crooked paths and makes them straight, Brother Brian. Can I tell you, he's still the same God. Peter said, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters, father, mother, or wife, children, or lands. He said, For my sake and the gospels, Verse 30 said, Brother Hal, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, lands with persecutions. But the best, the, to me, the best part is what's right here at the end. And in the world to come, eternal life. Sister Craig, aren't you thankful for that? But I really think that God's overexceeded a hundredfold in mine and honey's life. Amen. I think God's been so good to us, Sister Jen. We forget about some of the things that God's done. I mean, you just, you know, for us, you just think about where God's brought us from, Brother Wayne. Amen. I know, I know, we, you know, we got some vehicles that's got 450,000 miles on them. But can I tell you, Brother Larry, he won't ride with me in it, but I look at Sister Donna as a blessing. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing to Brother Larry if he ain't got to ride in it, but little Wayne, amen. Brother Kenny, I love to tell people, they say, how many miles you go? A guy called me at work the other day, and he said, hey, man, you interested in selling that little blue car? I'm looking to buy my daughter a car. So actually, I said, no. That my little blue car, man. You ain't, you ain't right. Yo. I said, I got 450,000 miles on that thing. He said, what? Amen. Says, Patricia, can I tell you, we don't always go to the bank, I mean, go to the post office and pull a check out, and there's money there. But every time I look at that little blue car, says Townsend, I know I'm a blessed man. Amen. I'm a blessed man. Amen. Because here's what I'm telling you, bro. Ain't the only thing that's still rolling is because God loves me. The benefits. Amen. God, I'm just maybe God just maybe God just don't do y'all like that, but I'm telling you. But Danny, God's been good to this little fella. Amen. God is so good. And the best part, Brother Wayne, it says, and in the world to come, eternal life. Pastor, I can't even wrap my mind around that. For there be no more pain, no more separation. No more hurt. No more hard words. Little Wayne ain't got to get up and go to the county and sit in his chair and spin around for eight hours. No more. Amen. So, Chair, I can just worship and praise God throughout eternity. I don't know about y'all, church, but when, I, when I'm in the service and I feel God's spirit moving, Brother Kevin, it excites my soul. I'm so thankful that I can put music on and gospel music and just encourage myself. I couldn't do that when I was lost and undone out in the world, Brother Jerry. Sometimes they'll play songs at work, and I hear those songs, and I think, oh, God, I'm so thankful you delivered me from that. Man, I, I'm so thankful now when I just put 
preaching on and just turn it wide open. I tell y'all all the time, after honey takes off and goes to work in the morning, Brother Jack, me and the little cat, we just turn the YouTube up and we hear some preaching, amen, try to rattle the, the windows. I'm just telling you, church, I'm so thankful to be a disciple. I'm so thankful. Somebody asked a question one time, what could you give in exchange? Sister John, what could you give in exchange for your soul? You can stand. I'm closing. I want to read this out of Malachi, and I'm through. Malachi three sixteen through 17 reads like this. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. Church, say amen. And the Lord hearkened, and the Lord hearkened, and the Lord hearkened, and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord. Come on now, church. And that thought upon his name. And this is what the Lord responded here, Brother Darrell. He said, and they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. He said, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. So I close with just this question. So I ask you, who's got it better than us? And the church said, nobody. Join me in prayer. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.